I never knew uh, what the song was about. I still don't actually. Years later, no idea. Couldn't tell you. I don't think I ever wanted. That's true art. Everybody has their own opinion. I you know? kind of miss the music where you don't understand what the guy's saying, and it takes. And like, I'm not talking about some like dude who's <laughs> whining through a fucking auto tune bullshit thing, dude. No, like this guy's singing his heart out, and I feel it. And I don't even know what he's saying. I'm, you know, and I'm singing along, and I'm totally doing the wrong words, but I'm into it. You know, and we and we all feel the same. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's man. beauty. That's art. That's art. <laughs> Another one. Nobody's feeling that asshole. You know. Oh. Fuck. DJ Khaled. I haven't seen that guy in a while, actually. He's kind of disappeared, man. <laughs> what happened? Uh, maybe that's just Kanye and Fetsuit. Oh, good move. I like uh, that idea. He's doing a Nutty Murphy on us. A Nutty Professor. I <laughs> uh, got us again with the Nutty Professor gag. Damn, Kanye. I watched it the other day. You know what I saw the other day was Nutty Professor 2. Doesn't hold up. Terrible. Now that I remember, it was terrible when it came out. I, I feel like that one. It's with the clumps and uh, their whole gag. The entire movie is them farting. No, 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 that was like a special movie. That was like the third. Oh, that, they made a third. Yeah, there's like a number two. There's like a, a, a yeah, where it's like <laughs> mostly Eddie Murphy as like the fly dude. Well, okay, yeah, Eddie Murphy. It was is where Eddie they Murphy. like separated into two people. Wow. All right. Yeah, I never got into yeah. that, I guess. Terrible. Don't watch it. Waste of time. <laughs> first one, great movie. Yeah, Hercules, first... Hercules. <laughs> oh, that is one of the best scenes. That dinner table, dude. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, black people. Don't just cry about not being in movies. Give me a fucking dinner scene like that with one actor, you know? Well, look, uh, it's funny we're in this era now, especially this year, man. Every freaking movie, every major film, if you will. Uh, we don't have to digress into the type of demographic they seem to be uh, <laughs> employing on their films, but uh, it seems to be geared towards one group. I would and say about 13% of the population. I get that uh, you want to go hard on it, but dude, we... I feel like as a culture, we did all of this 20 years ago, man, without talking so, about it. <laughs> Frank, you know what I think happened? This is like my own theory. I haven't heard it anywhere, but here's what I think happens. It takes time, right? You have to find a producer. You got to find the actors, casting. It takes time to make movies, right? Not everything's just geared up like Space Force, you know? Like, <laughs> hey <-o. laughs> Hey. You know, it takes time, right? For sure. So I think what we're seeing is... These are everything that was like put into production during the BLM. Oh, so like good when, call. You oh, know what I mean? Wow. And so now that now you're sitting here, you're like, dude, this is over. We're done. Yeah. But they've been working on this project for two years and yes. they've sunk forty million dollars into this project. So now you're gonna watch Black Adam. <laughs> you know? And that's why for everything this year, they're calling everyone back for reshoots. Because yeah. uh, well, we maybe went a little too hard on the uh, on the power there. Um, no, but that, that's what's happening. Is it just takes it takes them to, right now? Culture is changing faster than Hollywood can adapt. Fantastic call. I really never wrapped my head around it from that angle, and I actually think you're right on the money. Because think about it, like it was four or five months ago. Netflix, Disney, all these companies announced they were going to stop putting money into this shit, but. 
they're not just going to drop this $40 million movie. <laughs> they you still got to release Emancipation, right? So it's- <laughs> oh, dude, you fucking psycho, bro. That was on the tip of my fucking tongue, dude. Emancipation, you know, you're not going to sit on it for too long. No. <laughs> slap or no slap, this movie's going out. I don't give a fuck if it's just iTunes. We need, uh, we need somebody to see it. That is funny from the scope now, like the woke kind of thing is making people broke everyone's dropping it netflix disney soon is probably going to drop it hopefully uh and so yeah they're and then for whatever company released emancipation to double down with the slap that must have been the kiss of death for that movie <laughs> oh yeah no and, and netflix the reason they were the first ones is because they they have the most accurate real-time analytics you know who's gonna they don't s- even fuck around <laughs> with movie theaters or anything you know and what I was kind of thinking, you know who may have just been ahead of the game with everyone here? Prime TV. They were rolling out all these war hero movies, stuff with Chris Amazon? Pratt. Yeah, Amazon. Oh, no, Amazon, the best. Dude, Jeff they Bezos, the smartest thing he you ever it. did was team up with Chris Pratt. Yeah, seriously. You, you yes. fucking nailed it, dude. If I go on Netflix right now, it's literally, um, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds. Fuck that f- dude <laughs> he's the less talented fucking non-god loving chris pratt wow i can't believe you're going there with that one i mean oh, you yeah. know i think he's a funny like guy <laughs> dude no way he believes in the god he thinks he is god this fucking guy all right you know? i'll give it to you yeah well ryan reynolds definitely loves himself some ryan reynolds more than anybody Absolutely. like ryan i wish you had fans that loved you as much as you do He's also but, shagging uh, Blake Lively, which even my my girlfriend finds super hot. So I mean, you know, he's doing something right in the world. Blake Lively, I don't even I don't even know what you look like, but I don't like you because of your name. So, <laughs> I'm gonna go unattractive just on the name alone, I think and I'm sure the personality matches the name. <laughs> well, you're a little especially if you're dating Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> you already got bitch. You got three strikes. I don't even know what you look like. You're out. My girlfriend's hotter. I can't believe you you don't get down on the Ryan Reynolds. This is fantastic, man. Now I'm oh. going to start watching more. Ryan, get, whoever Ryan you are, Blake Lively, yeah, Ryan thinks he's prettier than you. Guaranteed. You are very right on the money. I guarantee that one, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds loves himself. Some Ryan and if Reynolds. he could fuck himself over you, he would. I guarantee it. <laughs> You're just the second person, the, the person he loves to fuck second most. You know, he just wishes he could fuck himself. That's why they have a lot of mirrors know. in the bedroom. You know, so you just take a look at a, <laughs> the face he really wants to look at. I don't know what it is about him that he bothers me so much. I think it's just the fact that they love him so much. He's quite like, adored, he, no doubt. No, can do no wrong, right? And then you got Chris Chris Pratt. If I had a kid, I would want him to be more like Chris Pratt. I agree, right. but let me, you know, when it comes to Ryan Reynolds, he's funny, uh, he's uh, got the good looks, and he's kind of been able to balance the comedy, lo- uh, what is it, rom-com dance mm-hmm. with, you know, also action hero guy, and so he does that kind of balance. Adam Project was a fucking great movie. I so I'm saying, the guy kind of, he pulls out some gems. Like, I love Waiting, one of his earlier movies. See, but Adam Project was so great because it wasn't about him getting chicks. Like, you cannot get him in a movie with girls, and that it's just so fucking stupid. My argument with Ryan Reynolds, and it even plays out with Deadpool and every movie he's ever in. Hey, Deadpool, dude, he ruined that guy. (laughs) 
Ryan Reynolds plays Ryan Reynolds in every role. He plays himself. <laughs> That's all he does. They give him a script. He's like, okay. Oh, so he must be the fucking greatest actor of that generation because he's a fucking <laughs> Nick Cage Jr. Jesus fucking Christ. Where's he, Robert Ebert or Cisco? Whoever it was. Oh, well, he's studying from the greats, man. Be yourself. But uh, he's definitely... Is he the protege to uh, Nick Cage? I think so, dude. Well, come on, man. Like, you could either go one way or the other. You could be the douchey <laughs> guy. If you go to who... his house, he has a triceratops skull in his foyer. <laughs> he hasn't, hasn't worked up the... To the you know the ladder of you know T Rex, <laughs> settled for the Triceratops. The Triceratops. Someday he'll get that pterodactyl uh, wing set he's been looking at. Uh, you need a big foyer for that, friend. <laughs> Mike Foyer. Look at you, Mister Frenchman. Wow. Oh, I've been listening to you on these podcasts, man. I think I'm picking it up a little. Oui, oui, Macron. You know, is that right? <laughs> Yeah, you're nailing it. I'm proud of you. That's good stuff. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, though. Savage. What's that? That's like it's good or something? Oh, you, you're talking about... Uh, Savage? Savage? The new uh, <laughs> cologne from Johnny Depp? That, that, that means I'm gay in English. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see sausage. The, the new commercial? Uh, it's They mixed Dwar and Savage together, and it's Savage Dwar. And it's just, uh, I think, Charlize Theron and... <laughs> so you know, you know how they did the, so- the Sauvage to look like sausage? Did they also do the Duar to look like dick? So yeah. So it just looks like sausage dick? Yeah, it surprisingly does look like sausage dick, yes. <laughs> Shockingly, now that you say that, and I think about it, in fact, when I picture the bottle of perfume or whatever this is, all I'm seeing is sausage dick. <laughs> Sauvage is literally like one wrong letter away from uh, sausage. Edouard is just a little curve away from dick. It's so <laughs> close to dick. The C, you literally just crop a little bit out of that O and extend that R, you know? Yeah, Dwar or Dong, almost Dong, I would say. Almost Dong. So you could argue sausage Dong, which is kind of a compliment. Yeah. I'll take sausage I've been told dong. I got the sausage Dong, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sausage Mini dong. sausage, of course. <laughs> You can fit 12 of mine in a can. <laughs> You're talking about the ones for pigs in a blanket. Yeah, I got you. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be cute than stunning, you know? <laughs> All right, well, speaking of dudes with small dicks, let's talk about the dingleberry who got busted for FTX. <laughs> no, dude, I don't want to talk about that. Can we talk about something else? No, we have to. Hold on, I gotta talk about something else before we go into this. No, dude, you wouldn't believe how much he fucking said for bail. It's I know, I know, I know. Hold on, dude, I gotta talk about something first. I just gotta say this. Before we go into any news, I gotta say this. I also had the perfect segue with Tiny Dick, SBF, dude from To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, guys like that dude always have like ridiculously huge dicks. I don't think so. Not with this guy. All right, I don't want to argue dick size. Let's go. What do you got? What do you got for me? Dude, I'm excited for this. Today was today was Blizzard of the century. Blizzard apocalypse. It was it was apocalypse, right? Oh yeah. I was in the same spot today when I left work that I was on Monday. Ooh. I got home 10 minutes faster. Wow. Just forcing people to slow down to 40 miles per hour and give each other space. Yes. We all cruised at 40 miles per hour. 
Isn't that unbelievable? I had the exact same experience today. Also, I would t- put on top of that, the retard stayed home. Dude, that's, oh my God. If you were useless, you didn't go out once it started snowing. Exactly. And you know what? You fucking people should be banned from the highway, at least. I, right? I love when it snows. I get out of the house at five in the morning, you know, between five and 5.30. There's nobody out there. All the idiots stay home. The useless ones stay useless. home. And so I go to work and I have free range of the road. It's wonderful. I and think you should be banned from the highway. We got to start banning people from the highway. I once again like, believe you should be licensed to drive the highway. It should be a special license. Yeah, we have yes. trucker licenses. I've brought this up in a previous uh, podcast maybe eight months ago. I'm serious. And I, I've, been, right. I've been, I talk about it all the time here, you know. They're just. Dude, Get off the like road. You fi- <laughs> it's, dude, it's like you fill out a form, you mail it in, they mail you a license, you could buy a gun. Yeah, you could buy a gun. But you got to keep it at home. You can only transport it certain ways, right? Now, you want to get that you know, concealed carry. All right. well, now, that's, a, that's the next level. You got to go to class. You got to get the special license. That's how we should treat the highway. Yeah, have you taken a driver's test recently? Dude, I didn't even have to. I they had to. They just mailed me my license. I had to because I live in another state from where my original licensing came from. And that license had expired in Illinois. And then yeah. here, I had to start all over again. <laughs> Sucker. It was incredible. It was an outrageous process. This is about eight years you ago. To, you had to take the driver test? I had to go take the fucking driver test. <laughs> yeah. How was it? It was a horrific experience. The first one I took, the guy was training another tester. He failed me. <laughs> Said I rolled a stop sign or two. <laughs> asshole. Roll, roll the stop sign. Yeah, I'm going for the Chicago license, asshole. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about here? Yeah, I'm 28 years old. Give me my fucking license. That's, that's what I was thinking. So then I went to a different place in a different city in Boulder where they were notoriously, I don't want to say carefree, but more relaxed. Yeah. But let me, I just want to say both tests never went on the highway. Insane, right? You do a little figure eight around. You the had fucking... to do a parallel park. No, I didn't even have to do that. You didn't have to do that. No, they don't Whoa. even. Yes. They don't, they, uh, dude, you go around the fucking block. They make sure you stop at the stop sign, flick on your little turn signal, look both ways, and that's it. You're in. You got the license. Here's my, here's my one thing. Test to see if people can fucking merge on the highway. Yes, if you can't merge dude. on the highway, you fail. You do not get your license because you are... You are incapable of driving with the professionals on the road who know how to merge properly. And by if, if you you're on if you're on a ramp to enter the highway and they are moving at 70 miles per hour. <laughs> there is no reason to hit the brakes. You either let go of the gas or you press the gas. There's no need for the brakes. They're doing 70, you're doing 40. If you hit the the minute you hit the brakes, you are now too slow to get to that spot you were trying to get to. Which right? brings me to my next idea: all cars should be turned into bumper cars, so that way I can bump you out of my way off the side of the road, and oh. I can keep going. 
Somebody give this guy a, a, a position in the administration. That's the greatest idea ever. Are you, you need to take Pete Buttigieg's job, dude. That is the greatest <laughs> transportation policy I've I'm ever heard you. in my life. Look here. Why uh, can't I bump <laughs> you off the road? I should be able to bump you off the fucking road. I thought, yeah. Let's get dangerous, but, you know. Look. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to say, bumper cars aside. <laughs> We should all be driving mail trucks. I took the test just to get my license, and I was appalled at the end of it that they never even tried to see if I could merge onto a highway system, which is quite literally the most dangerous part of driving. Most dangerous. And the most important because it's literally like the the lifeline of the country. Yes. Yeah, it's economically important for, for the community, for these road systems to function properly. So if you got these bozos driving at 40 onto a 70... You're going to have a lot of problems and a lot of accidents, and it's going to cost a lot of money. Well, let's fix this problem, and let's say, well, you know, you cannot get your driver's license unless you can merge onto the highway. It sounds so simple. Why, yeah. why don't we do it? What's going on? We live in, we live in a, a, just such a, a bizarre society where we're, we're hyper-obsessed with rules, but we really don't test anyone for anything. No, but they're so arbitrary. Like, they're just <laughs> dumb rules. Like, in Illinois, I want to make sure you can parallel park, but I don't care if you can be on the highway. What? I don't care if you bump the Honda. I want to know if you can merge onto the people doing 70 miles per hour, you know? Yeah, I had an amazing day today driving. It was wonderful, and all I could think about was, I wish it would snow every day, then everyone would stay home. Yeah, it was all the pros out there, right? Just the pros, man. Did I ever tell you how I got my motorcycle license? It was, uh, what were you doing? Uh, I feel like it was easy, right? It's an easy, uh... Dude, I get this, uh, I bought Frank, a cousin Frank's scooter, the 150cc scooter. Yes, that's right. right? Yeah. And I go, I wanted it, but I was like, dude, I don't have a license. He goes, no, it's fine. You just go there, you get your permit. Right? Oh, yeah. And so I go there, I get the permit, and then, uh, <laughs> the best part is... You got to show up with the permit and a motorcycle, right? Okay. But how do you get there, right? Like with the motorcycle. <laughs> oh, it's a catch-22. Yes. Because you don't have a license. That's right. right. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Frank just kept telling me, like, he's like, nah, dude, trust me. He told me he did it. And he's like, just go. It's really easy. Nobody will ask questions. Dude, nobody asks any questions. The only question they ask is, do you have the money? Yep. And then you had to drive the scooter through a little course, right? <laughs> yeah. And the scooter's 150 cc's, right? Oh, nice. You pass the course, you get an M license. That licenses you to drive anything, even like a fucking 1,200 cc Harley. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, like a rascal. You can get a, or a ruckus. Get a ruckus. Oh, no, those are only 150 cc's. I know, they're, they're teeny-weeny. <laughs> I want to get one though. The ruckus. I, lo- I had a ruckus. Thing. Yeah, they're good. Good little rackers. But you, you remember know. the one I rebuilt, man? Or I, I fucking got That's from the right. flood. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Ah, that was so much fun. It's good, you know, when you just walk into a place like you know what you're doing. Nobody asks you any questions. That's a huge. Yeah, part. like how did you get here? Don't walk <laughs> into a place and start asking questions. Walk into a place like you're supposed to and ask no questions, and people will treat you with respect. Oh, I walk in asking questions, but it's more like, yo, what's going on? Oh. (laughs) 
we used to uh, go to summer camp music festival in Chillicothe, Illinois. Uh, it's like the jam band festival with Mo and Umphreys. And yeah. uh, you, you bring in all your stuff to camp through like this main entrance. And they check everybody for the beers and what have you. And everyone has all these creative methods. And I remember one year, the dudes we were with, they brought in this like these coolers just like stuffed with beer. No hiding, nothing. And we were all just like, you know, how did you do this? How'd you sneak it in? And the guy's like, oh, we just walked right in. And when the guy asked, we're like, no, 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 we're bringing this in. And they just like brought it in. And that was it. They walked right through. Oh, uh, they paid him. <laughs> hey. Yeah, they paid him. Maybe some drug, drug payments were oh, involved. That's all it takes, yeah. I, uh, I've been a part of some crews where you just kind of, you, you walk in forcefully and... You know, there's just too many people moving through this line that they're just trying to get through it as fast as possible. If and you're a big a enough force, there's a chance that they just don't want to start trouble. Yes. This you is, know? yeah, and the guy was a burly fella. He's one of those uh, bear-like yeah. hippie, you know, creatures with a giant beard and what have you. Yeah, uh, you always need one of those. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good guys to have around, you know? <laughs> Not a good guy to have around, Mike. The small dick fella I tried to bring up earlier. Come on, the give big boy, <laughs> the big big boy, hey. king of the transitions over here, man. <laughs> Lower Manhattan, uh, Tyler, where he just posted a two hundred. Frank, are you a tranny? Million dollar bail. Now good, that man. number, <laughs> you're unreal. Two hundred and fifty million dollar bail. Now that number is raising tons of eyebrows over the size of it. It's one of the biggest we've seen. Uh, for a situation like this, uh, where the funds Did they say 250 from, uh, million? Biggest she's hour. seen. They Her boyfriend's really upset right by now. Real estate owned by his parents. His parents also had to co-sign for this bail. This is uh, the blue suit he's been wearing, as uh, by all reports, in so many of these appearances lately. Uh, but here we seem to be getting some of the first pictures of him back on U.S. soil. And the terms of his bail, as I saw in the last hour, include uh, a tracking device. Uh, a forfeiture of his passport and other. Yes, dude. The fact that they're even talking about his parents. If I if I stole anything from yeah. anybody, yeah. and I called dad, hey, I need two hundred and fifty dollars for bail. You steal? Yeah, you get rot in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Dude, our parents wouldn't give us two hundred fifty. They wouldn't give us two dollars and fifty cents for bail if we fucking robbed people of their money. Exactly. Right. See why I loved this. Come on, man. This is dude. I, I, people don't understand that. Like, dude, you stole. My... I don't know, man. What do you mean you I, don't know, dude? You I know you grew up know. in the this same house ridiculous. as me. Dad was never more disappointed than when you stole something. You fought, you did whatever, he didn't really care, smoke weed, he was mad, but whatever. But you stole? That was, like, beyond anything. This is the most millennial crime of the century. The dude commits this fraud, and then mommy and daddy bail him out on $250 million. $250 million? You stole billions of dollars? No, dude, I... I don't think the parents actually paid it. I think it was funneled back to him. It's funny how this coincided, him returning. Oh, by parent, he meant Uncle Joe. 
or Uncle Z, because it's funny that Z was here in the same weekend or moment of time that this fella <laughs> arrived also and is essentially set free. So <laughs> I think Z showed up and said, hey, you got to you got to set my boy go. He paid a lot of money. <laughs> he buys peace <laughs> through the Internet. <laughs> Isn't it kind of interesting, though? This dude is tied up. In the funneling of all this money. I didn't even think about that, dude. Zelensky gave him a billion dollars. Yeah. That's no small change. You know? And all that money or a percentage of it funneled... Well, you gotta always remember the 10% for the big guy. But a lot of that money funneled back to the DNC. <clears throat> to, dude, to a lot of it went to the RNC, too, and nobody wants to talk about it. Not as much. But hey, did you hear, dude, did you hear McConnell... about how the Democrats said they'll give back $40 million? Yes, yeah. And do you know why they said that? No. And that's, see, you're not listening to the left. The, the Democrats are saying, we'll give back, so they got $100 million. And they're saying, we'll give back 40 but the Republicans have to give back their 40 Wow, all right. But I, I mean, it's like, dude. Can we not just go after the fucking, like, this is a problem. Because <laughs> he's not the only one, dude. My whole big thing is, like, this is, this is like Jeffrey Epstein, dude. We got one, but yes. this, these, these people don't exist in a fucking vacuum. This is one guy in a system, clearly, right? Does anyone see the guy's name? His name is literally Bankman Freed. Bankman Freed! <laughs> This is all a scam. We've been set up here, people. This guy's a fucking actor. You know what that means, dude? That means his ancestors, one was a slave and one was a... Well, no, and here's the thing, dude. Sam, Bank Man Freed, Uncle Sam, Uncle Sam, Bank Man Freed. Dude, this is a fucking... It's right there in our face. CIA, dude. Fuck. This is all fucking farce. They funnel all this money through Ukraine. Zelensky came here now to thank everybody, cash in an even bigger fucking check, and now he's going to go back over to Poland or wherever the fuck he is hiding out and snort cocaine, do bitches. That's what he's going to do. That's his thing. This guy's not in a war. Did you see how he was dressed? Did you see how he looked? By the way, Mike, speaking of how he looked. <laughs> oh, speaking of how he looked, sir. He looked better than Sam Bigman Freed in the Bahamas. Yes, know? he looked way better, and not only that. I have a clip for us about Z's appearance. Oh, no. Dude, they were... Yeah, this is great. Do you know what I'm about to play? I hope so, because the amount of attention the media placed on his outfit is unbelievable. It is unbelievable, and I... We joke about it all the time, but they were literally, like, justifying his outfit. Well, I was definitely going to say, like, we, too, fell victim to this obsession, if you will, with what Z was wearing. So, uh, huge question, and I will leave this up to you. Uh, this is from today's episode. Zelensky, right? The, the plane arrives. It's going to be all over the news. They're going to flood us with it. They got it, right? So, oh, you have to. Zelensky, yeah. the plane lands. There's Biden. Doors open up. Z's walking out. Sle- <laughs> sleeves or no sleeves on Z, my man? What are we talking oh, here? He's got to go sleeves. You think oh, he's, he's sleeves. Is he wearing the green shirt with the sleeves? No, I think he's going to suit. He's going to go suit. 
It's winter time, so I think he's gonna have some sort of militaristic it's, winter no, wool. I think yeah, I called oh, it, dude. Jared, you nailed it, man. Fucking nailed it, man. I give you props. I fucking called it, dude. He's wearing you a fucking it, military. I was wrong. <laughs> I thought he would go shoot. Well, you're in DC, dude. The clip. Are the bombs falling in DC? Do you need to be an olive drab in Washington DC? Ah. <laughs> uh, Frank, you were right. You called it. He couldn't give up the sleeves. Z's sleeves. Like he had to wear some sort of, you know, long, you know, it's, it's cold outside. It's a, it's Arctic There's one thing I learned from doing this podcast. Never get, never bet against Z in his sleeves. Oh, Z, he's, he's a sleeve master. Uh, I just thought oh, yeah. that was so funny. Uh, I was telling Amo earlier today, I'm like, Mike and I, we like, we predict the future on our podcast sometimes. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> like, we, Totally predicted Zelensky and all that. <laughs> Between the two of us, we nail it. <laughs> yeah, there's a few flubs, but you know we get there. <laughs> <laughs> so this FB, uh, the Sam Bankman Freed, um, is now out for on a two fifty million dollar bail. And the same day that Zelensky comes here and shakes hands with the entire Congress and thanks America for giving him endless amounts of money. And this SBF, but it wasn't a gift. No, the SBF dude through FTX literally was funneling money that was being sent over to Ukraine back into the U.S. into you're correct the RNC and the DNC, but a, a majority of it into the DNC. Majority. And look, I know we talked about Nancy Pelosi visiting in that blue suit, but it was a. Uh, uh, McConnell was there too, I believe. I know he was right so there. So both, yeah. both parties are playing. Ball here, I think, and they're playing us. That's who's being played. Oh, absolutely. And if you ever want to know who's being fucked, look in the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you just can't see it because they're behind you. And then today, the Senate goes and passes a 1.7 trillion dollar bill to fund the government and aid Ukraine, dude. (laughs) Oh, why not? We have to. We gotta give more money. Yeah, did you see him in his sleeves? <laughs> oh, dude, the the amount of money we're laundering through here is unbelievable. Uh, so far, it's up to a hundred billion. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and and dude, they they're for sh- for sure one hundred percent. We're sending Patriot missiles. This is what's so scary is the government's not at the government is refusing to admit that U.S. soldiers are being sent to the Eastern Front, right? But there is no way the Ukrainians will be able to run the Patriot missiles. There's just no way. The only way possible is if we don't have soldiers there, then we have sent civilians. All right. Like contractors. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Because I'm telling you, dude, these weapon systems are unbelievably hard to operate and maintain. Just unfathomably. The amount of resources... I forgot what they said, because I was in a Patriot... I was in a Patriot missile unit, dude. This is something I know, right? All right, I like this. I I could use a little insider info. Come on. They would... Like, uh, uh, people still, like, don't believe me. Like, I'll talk to other veterans, right? And they'll be like, what division were you in? And I'm like, no, nah, I wasn't in a division. Mm. Oh, what do you mean you're not in a division? No, no, no. We were a battalion. 
<laughs> right? Wow. Yeah. The, the the difference is a division, dude, you're talking like tens of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Right? Whereas a battalion, you're going to have a couple thousand. All right. And the reason it was was like, Patriot missiles, you don't need, it's not an infantry unit, right? We don't need bodies. We have missiles. So it's a very, like, personnel-wise, it's small, but you have a ton of missiles, right? Yeah. And my point is, we dedicate so many resources to those missiles, it's not even funny. You wouldn't even believe it. The fact, the fact that you need me to resupply you with Javelin missiles Tells me I'm literally gonna have to provide you with everything possible for the Patriot missile. You guys don't even know how to pull the trigger. Okay, so a javelin missile, what's the purpose and is it why is it difficult to fire? No no, javelins are not difficult. That's okay. like well, old technology. What's the purpose for the javelin? Is this to take out planes? Uh is this Yeah, to, like ground to air. Ground to air. Okay, and so then the Patriot missile now, what is that so, what's the purpose okay. of the Patriot missile? Like what how does it help? So here, here's how the Patriot missile works, right? You got a you get a you get a battery. It's called a battery, right? All right. And the the battery of missiles, what you'll have, right, is picture a V, mm-hmm. like a V pattern, like an extended V pattern. And at the point of the V, you'll have a radar. It's and I'm talking like, dude, this is like a semi truck style military truck pulled this in. On a, on a trailer that it's built on, right? The, the bomb ra- itself this, or the bomb shooting device? <clears throat> the radar. Oh, the radar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> a Hemet, the Hemet truck is that military truck that has eight wheels, four wheels on each side. They're like four feet tall, right? Oh, yeah. And if you ever see the videos, the front two axles turn when they turn the wheel. All right. So there's, there's four axles. Two in the front, two in the back. The front two turn. Mm-hmm. The Hemet is a hu- is a ten ton truck. It's huge, right? The flatbed style of those carries this giant trailer that this radar is built on. That fucking pops up. It's standing about twenty feet tall when it's all said and done, right? Oh yeah, about twenty about twenty twenty five feet tall. It's this giant array, right? It's, and it's it's scanning the air, right? It's scanning the airspace. And now the radar, now the, this is the whole, <laughs> this is where it gets crazy. Cause like the radar crew and then like the guys that are in charge of the radar are, are, they're part of like Bravo battery, but they'll be, they're not really because they're working in unison with all the other batteries okay. within the battalion. You'll have four of these batteries, right? Four or five. Yeah, sure, man. And the way you'll do it is two for 30 days for 30 days. Two of the units are, they're live. You're hot. Mm-hmm. So you're scanning air. You're scanning the air. You're, you're ready to fire down missiles, right? And the other two are on maintenance. It's 30 days on, 30 days off. So, like, the guys that are running the radar, they're at the point, they're at the tip of the V, and they're guarding the airspace, but they're also working in unison with the other radars because you get kind of like an array, mm-hmm. and they're all working together. And in that V, you kind of go back, and you'll have two and two, and those are... Four more Hemet trucks, these giant trucks with the four axles towing these giant trailers. And each one has four launchers with a uh, Patriot missile in it. And these Patriot missiles, what are we talking size-wise here? They look, I'm looking at some pictures. They're pretty ginormous, man. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, one Patriot missile, it sits in this, like, picture this, like, uh, rectangular box. 
It's probably about like twenty. It's probably like a. Uh, it's probably like a, like a three foot by three foot square, and then extended back about twenty twenty five feet. All right. Oh, prob- probably more. Probably like thirty to forty feet. It almost. And then looks what like happens a, is like a truck, like um something a, a truck. It's a semi trailer. Yeah, it looks like a semi truck. Yeah. It's a semi trailer attached to a military truck <laughs> that can go off road and everything. That shoots. And what happens is weapons. you park it in this V pattern with the radar in the front, and then they got these fucking four trucks. And then when they once you park it, you set out the everything. The those missiles raise up at about a forty five degree angle from the trailer. Yeah. And they can turn. And literally all that it is is that that radar is detecting missiles and and whatever's in the air and these these are the mis- these are the missiles that can shoot down missiles. These are designed to just shoot down missiles. They're not they don't like aim them at buildings and take out apartments and all that. Or no, they're not hospitals. they're not land to land. They are purely land to air. So you could take down aircraft and missiles. Okay. Wow. So we need to send this to Ukraine, I guess. There was a point where, dude, we almost caused like a crazy. It was unbelievable, man. I, I could probably talk about it now because it's been so long. All right, <laughs> past disclosure. I love it. It's not even that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Uh. But it, but it would happen like uh, it. It would happen where the one guy would the one guys who worked in the um the laundry room they would they would tell us how like um. So, like, because you're in the Middle East, so you're not dealing with like you know the best of the best here. Like sometimes <laughs> aircraft were just old and they wouldn't. So like they, I remember this specifically. We were there in the middle of the night. Yeah, and I just remember this kid coming out of this. Like everything went into lockdown mode. It was like this big deal. Like the, like you know these guys are like they're locked on to somebody, and that's it. I'm just a mechanic. I'm there overnight in case something breaks down. You know. <laughs> I'm pretty much working on generators. Sounds like a, <laughs> you know? that's a good gig. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. And generator goes down. I, I spray some starting fluid, get it going. And because uh, everything on the site runs on generator. All right. Like, actually, each launcher on those trailers, in the front of the trailer, it has its own generator, 15,000 watt generator that runs the launchers. So it's crazy. That's impressive. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but there was one night where, like, so that's it, man. Everything goes into, like, this. I forgot what they called it. It was code something, whatever. Everything extra heightened. You could even see the missile, like, the radar. Everything, or the, I think it was the missile launch. Something. Everything was, like, turning and shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody was running around crazy, dude. And then everything just got called off. That's what always happened. There was no, I never saw one of them launch. <laughs> Damn, right? that's too bad. Yeah. But uh, I just remember this kid coming into the fucking office. Because in the middle of the night, dude, you're running the skeleton crew. There's not many, you know. This kid, I mean, we're both about 21 at the time. Right. I think he was a little younger than me. And uh, he's like, dude, you don't understand. I was, I was the one that had to push it. Like, he was about to launch the missile. And it turned out to be, it was an aircraft that, that came out of Iran. Oh, no. And it was heading right towards one of our bases. I forgot <laughs> oh. where. And uh, and what it was was the way it, like it changed course in the middle of the flight. They couldn't get a hold of it on the radar. They couldn't get a hold of nothing on the radio or nothing. And this thing started heading right towards um, one of our bases. And at the very last minute, the I think it was like some f the the Air Force ended up intercepting it. Wow! 
before they shot it down. Wow. And they realized it was a civilian jet. Civilian airliner jet with like a hundred and something people on board that all the communications had shut down and they were experiencing engine failure and the captain just happened to see the landing strip in the distance. Man. I mean, that must be what happened that... <laughs> you remember that Malaysian flight that went down and nobody ever found it? We must have Frank, shot it out, man. I, I think that's... like I really think a lot of these crashes that you never hear about again yes. i think that's what happens not necessarily us shooting it down but other i mean other countries are guarding sure. their airspace absolutely right? maybe russia or china and again india dude everybody has an air force and they're guarding their airspace. and it could be so. just a flight that's you know maybe not doing too well or they're off course and then dude you don't want 9-11 happening so if this is no, torture you know what i mean like I, I've you always thought... Know, you don't know what's going on in that plane. Like, it's scary. That's a weapon. That's a bomb in the air coming at you, you know? There's a famous one, or there, there, one of the flights that exploded in air in the 90s. I can't think of it off my head right now, but it, it's con- uh, a lot of speculation that it was shot out by, you know, us by accident. And uh, there's, I feel like the flights where you can't find anything, you know, where the debris just like... There's just no evidence. Incinerated. I think that's when one of our super awesome kick-ass fucking bombs fucking incinerated this plane, dude. Patriot, Patriot <laughs> missile took it out. It's scattered over 27 that's miles. A, and everything's the Good size luck. of, like, a piece of paper. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Dude, when that happens, though, whenever that's happened with these flights, I'm like, oh, we shot it out, or someone shot it out of the air. That's the only explanation. I think it... it I, I do believe that, like, yeah, it's like if you lose communication. Yes, I, I'm not saying it's um, it's tragic. You know, and and who has the technology? Like, we will scramble jets. And obviously, we were in the middle of a war zone. Like, jets were available. <clears throat> but if you can't get eyes on the plane, yeah, it's 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 a it's a matter of. I don't know. The kid even said, like, it was moments. Like, if they didn't figure out what was going on, they were going to shoot this thing down. And, dude, you're talking innocent people just on a Yeah, for sure. I mean, we talked about it with the 9-11 conversation we had a few weeks ago. And with uh, Flight 94 over Pennsylvania, they shot that sucker out of the air. It's the price to pay for security. Yes. Yes. You know, like... Absolutely. Just like you might end up, in, you might end. There's there's a chance that you might end up getting arrested and spending your life in prison for a crime you didn't con- commit. But overwhelmingly, we're gonna get it right, and that's what makes it worth it. And I do want to say I don't have proof that Flight 94 was uh, shot out of the air, but I'm a firm believer in if there's a hero story, there's some trickery involved, and they literally made a movie out of that where the catchphrase was "Let's roll." Or whatever the fuck I don't know if it was out of the air, but I got about as much proof as fucking Russia blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline. <laughs> did you hear about that? They're claiming they did it for sure now? No, I didn't even catch this. Did you hear about the new, the new story that came out? No way. After all the money spent, after all the research, after, uh, you know, multiple nations investigating, all they could conclude is there is no evidence that Russia did it. Wow. Sweden did an independent study. Like, all these countries did independent studies, and the only thing they will say is there's really no, like, nobody could come up with any evidence that Russia did it. I actually read they found a dossier, and uh, they're blaming it on Trump's (laughs) tax returns, from what I'm understanding. It's going to be the whole thing. It's all Trump's tax returns. 
He paid for it. <laughs> Trump paid for the whole thing. <laughs> he paid for it and then wrote it off. That was the worst part. <laughs> we got it on it and he paid the taxes on it. This is unbelievable. <laughs> catch he paid his taxes no they fucking got his taxes and he like paid a bunch of taxes like hundreds of thousands of dollars of taxes no all i heard left-wing media was that there was one year he didn't pay <laughs> are you serious no it's the Frank. year he lost like four what was it 400 million <laughs> yeah but he should pay taxes <laughs> there was one year he didn't pay frank <laughs> I didn't know they were obsessing over that. I saw the. Oh, shoot. they're all so obsessed with it no over that. Oh, they're, no they're so obsessed way, dude. with I it. I saw the fucking. I didn't even watch the news. I just saw like on the on the headline, like the picture of it or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, he paid his taxes. Oh, this is a not this is a nothing burger." <laughs> oh, dude, go listen to Democracy now. They did a whole hour on the on the one busy. year he didn't pay taxes. No. Swear to fucking no, God, dude. Amy, I swear to God. Did they have enough water for her? That's unbelievable. Taxes uh, and Amy Goodman? That's the driest uh, hour of your life. <laughs> dude, it was terrible. I couldn't li- I like can't even listen to it anymore. But to be fair, I can't even listen to like Ben Shapiro anymore. Oh really? Is he the rights version of Amy Goodman for you now? Well, I haven't, I haven't listened to any of the Daily Wire except Ben Shapiro in, like, a long time, and even he's like, dude, I don't know, man. He's always been an intense I mean, fella, but I, I, you know, yeah, like his, dude, I like his perspective. Right. Yeah, you I know, respect it. I was there. I'm fighting. I was fighting against the COVID mandates and everything. That was too far. But, yeah, everything going on right now, I don't really care about, to be honest with you. You mean, like, uh, what? what are, what's the big deal now? I... I um I only find stuff that I find funny, which isn't always what I guess <laughs> all the news. <laughs> like uh, I don't get how they're like up in arms over the taxes. I I, I seriously looked at. I was like, okay, the dude paid his taxes. Are we really? Is this what we're talking about? Oh, that's a problem. Uh, yeah, because oh, they're talking about how like he was writing off the depreciation of his buildings. And then what is the right all in, up in arms uh over? It's got to be um, woke stuff. So they're still no. talking. They're still talking about like Hunter Biden and. Yeah, but Hunter uh, Biden stuff's so juicy. It's so good. I know. It's, I know. It's got everything, man. Like I know. I know. And Frank, I hate to agree with the your girl over there, Jean Pierre. Uh-huh. But uh, oui. um, it's old news. It is. It really is. They did it right. One thing I got to give to the credit, you know, I always give credit to the McConnell and them and how they play the, fe- you know, the federal uh, judge game and everything. But That's it's like, right. dude, the Democrats, you got to give them credit on the media play, man. They did it with COVID. They've done it with this fucking Hunter Biden. They wear you out. It's the- they make you forget <laughs> about it and then you just don't care anymore. It's like, I don't, e- I really don't care about Hunter because. I don't know. It's funny, there's a lot of stuff going around in the conspiracy uh, spheres where uh, in like the last week, 
all this stuff has come out, especially with the JFK assassination, essentially, you know, they're oh, they admitted the CIA did it publicly admitting at this point or not denying, you know, it's kind of, it's out there. And so the JFK thing was a CIA plot and, and nobody cares because it's so long ago, dude. I live in a world where, like, dude, the kids in my class, they don't, they weren't even alive when 9-11 happened. <laughs> they don't even remember 9-11. It's funny you because... they give a fuck about JFK? Well, and I'm obsessed dude, they, with 9-11. They, they don't even know who Kevin Costner is at this point, you know? <laughs> Look, uh, what's funny when I read this stuff about nobody caring about the revealing of this, you know, information about what went down with JFK, man, I... I actually, you know, when it came out, I was like, I wasn't like, oh my God, this is shocking. In my mind, I felt like vindication or like, finally, finally, you guys admitted it or finally it's out there. Finally, they're talking about it. Because here's the problem, dude. You will never be vindicated. Never. I could, I see it every day, dude. Every time I talk to our parents, right? Hey, JFK, look, they said it's the CIA. Yeah, but you still believe in 9-11 and all that. <laughs> yeah, but what about COVID lab leak? I was right about that, too. Just like the JFK. Yeah, but you believe in the moon landing. <laughs> right. How do people separate in their minds, though, the idea that the government staged a, we could potentially call it a coup d'etat, and they're now admitting it, admitting to it, and, you know, you're not connecting 9-11? Being very similar, or you know, both instances, they're yeah, come on, Frank. of ours. And- I saw the buildings go down. <laughs> like, I know, I was there. I saw it too. I saw it too. We all saw I, it. I, I, I get it. You're not able to separate emotion from objective thinking. But. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. You think no matter what, and maybe this is why the long game. You're right. The old news, and we could apply the old news to JFK. Which is not necessarily people don't care, but either you've already made your th- mind up. And I think people either are in the mindset of the government is totally capable of orchestrating these types of false flags or coup d'etats or whatever you want to call them. And, or you're in the mindset of there's no way. There's no way the government does that. There's no way the government is behind this falsehood and this trickery so Hmm. i don't think you can balance the two i was thinking about this uh Hmm. last night while i was watching the newest matrix it was on tv and i another matrix no no the one that came out like a year or two ago and oh that doesn't count that well we it was unwatchable yeah yeah well i was (laughs) i was floored by what i witnessed when you have multiple matrices, it becomes a matrices, you know? Yeah, that's too smart for me. I can't go down I'm that just saying, yeah. it's matrices, matrices, not matrices. Well, I was watching the, the newest matrices, and uh, <laughs> did I get that right? That felt better. Matrices. Yeah. It's a little, that's a feminine... a little more French. Matrices. Uh-huh. Um... <laughs> And I was kind of thinking about how red pill, take the red pill versus like the blue pill and how you can't really be in both places. So if you're in, you're, you have to be in the, you know, the government's behind all this fuckery or you're in the, 
there's no way the government could do it. No, because there is a weird middle. There's the weird middle where, like I'm saying, like, uh, there's this weird middle where, like, had I just, had I never talked about 9-11, right? Sure. But I had stu- stuck to my guns from eight years old on JFK. Right. <laughs> right. Never talked about moon landing. Never- then today would be like, oh, man, you were right. Damn, right? But because of everything I've said throughout my life, the people who have known me my whole life, in order for them to finally be like, you're right, I need to prove we didn't land on the moon, JFK <laughs> was killed by the FBI, 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> like, like, it's like, okay, I knocked down one domino, but for some reason they're just not all going in these people's heads. You know, I'm not talking about convincing others. I'm simply just talking about how your no, mindset no, but that's how, is. That's how their mind is working. You know what I mean? It's so long in, in right. between that they're like, okay, fine. Well, CIA did did kill Kennedy. Not, but that doesn't mean COVID was fake, right. you know? But here's my perspective. Here's what I'm thinking, or what I was sitting there thinking watching this and thinking about red-pilling and blue-pilling and all that nonsense. I thought about how 9-11 changed my life in the sense that I fundamentally no longer believed anything the government told me. And that is why I didn't believe COVID. Because I believed yeah, there was fuckery in 9-11, and when COVID happened, I was looking around at everyone and said, do you guys not see some fuckery at foot? Because I'm seeing it. Yeah, you know what my problem is? My problem is not the problem. I don't have a problem with the people that see fuckery. You're telling me there's no fuckery? Well, here's... But that's when I started sitting no there. No fuckery. But that's why I started thinking really deeply. Not about other people, but about me. About me being yeah. a hypocrite. And I thought, well, I'm a hypocrite to myself. When I'm reflecting on myself and looking at myself, I am truly a hypocrite if I could say 9-11 was an inside job, but Kennedy wasn't assassinated by the CIA. <laughs> Or COVID wasn't staged by Fauci and the NIA or or whatever he's part of. So so once I made my mind up on 9-11, it changed my worldview and my perspective of world events, past and present. And so I have to stick to my guns because then I'm a fucking hypocrite. And then I thought, so then I made that kind of mindset. And then I put myself in the shoes of the other. And I thought, how can you possibly... All these people who are all in on the masks, they're quadruple fucking jabbed, and they don't believe Kennedy was assassinated by the CIA, and they don't believe 9-11 was an inside job. I, I just think they can't cross over because then they, too, are a hypocrite in all their beliefs, and then once they cross over, it will change their world beliefs past and present forever. Mm. And so it's such a deep crossover. It's, it's, almost, it's almost like you've gone so deep that now the pill has gotten too big to swallow. I just think once you go through that mirror, you're in, baby, and you ain't ever yeah. out. Because, or we just, we fundamentally choose our side and there's just no way of pulling someone over to the other. You, that person. But there is. No, I don't no. know. It just, you need the event to do it. That's why well, literally is yes, an event. That, well, that's right? what it is. The event needs to happen. And the person like COVID has to was sit my there. event. That was like, uh, right. 
you know, you and I probably could have talked ad nauseum and, and debated 9-11 for years, but then COVID happened, and now you and I are like, hey, you know what? Maybe it was a couple of fucking drones flying in there. You know? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. COVID always fucked with me. Well, dude, I think I mean, uh, 9-11 moment. always fucked with me. I just believe there's this moment. I believe for our generation, you know, 9-11 was a major one. For the one before it, it was the Kennedy assassination. And for this yeah. current generation, for the young kids who, let's say the high school kids who experienced COVID, they may have just had their 9-11. Wow, COVID was not, yeah, right, wow. And so now they're looking at Kennedy, they're looking at 9-11 totally differently, just like we did at 9-11. That was my epiphany yeah. last night, and I felt like... Yeah, because think about it, dude. In 20 years, they're going to be like, dude, these kids don't even remember COVID. Well, and that's why now and I'm, <clears throat> I've kind of dangled on this one for a while, but I really do think the moon landing was completely staged. I, <laughs> I fucking believe it. I believe it, and I'm stating it on the fucking podcast. The moon landing was fucking faked. It was staged. It was filmed by Stanley Kubrick. Prove me wrong. Oh, the burden's on the rest of the world. Yes, because you yeah. because you've proved to me now everything else is fucking bullshit and you guys are all behind it and it's all fuckery to fuck with us. So you know what? I believe now it's all bullshit and I'm throwing in the moon landing. Yeah. I'm going to say the moon landing's about as real as uh, Dr. Fauci's doctorate degree. I don't know if that's true or not. I, I, I've got questions. No, dude, that's a good point. I don't know. I'm just saying... Moon landing. Moon landing. I'm, I, no, no, no. I'm not saying that we didn't go to the moon or none of that's possible. I, You know me, Mike. I'm believer in we dominate space, man. So, so you know what I've been obsessed with about the moon landing lately is um, you got to look at Russia during the space race, right? One of their big problems was getting li- getting living things past the radiation. Yes, there's the radiation, or the Van Allen belt, I believe. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's like, dude, they were bringing, like, animals were just coming back dead. Well, not just animals. They, they don't like, to, there's a lot of evidence yeah, they had some that fellas. That one guy that drifted off. Had a few fellas. Uh, yeah, there is a fella out there. Way, way out there. Um... They like to delete pictures. I here's why I agree with you, and this is my stance with the space race. Is why I'm saying I'm not saying that we that space and all our exploration of it is fake. I'm saying what we see, what they've shown us, our experience of whatever they fucking played out in this theater is fake. And Russia, yeah, sure they could deny it, but they can't, right? Because you're right; they probably had the same vantage point from earth on what was going on i imagine we dominated space we have the space force just like trump he admitted accidentally oh, yeah, we have yeah. the space force we probably have mono Frank, super Frank, fucking Frank, like crazy Frank, machines Frank, out there stop right there you want to know how i know we own space no other country has a private company in space yeah just nobody fucks with space we like, own space starlink man. is gonna own the world yeah <laughs> that's right you talking about that alien from Venus? Elon Musk? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, we have companies that, like, own space. Like, with their satellites and shit, you know? That's right. Except for, don't forget, there's the guy. He was interviewed on Conan O'Brien about 15 years ago. He owns the nine planets in the moon because he copyrighted them. 
Are it's like those f- that buy their girlfriend the star. <laughs> no, dude, there was an agreement amongst the states that they couldn't claim. Uh, they recognize the physical bodies and that are the planetary objects and the moons, but they couldn't claim them because they were free. You know, available. I got one question for all you because f- I'm assuming you're Democrats. <laughs> How do you know that those bodies identify as planets? Oh, wow. Yeah, Mic drop. Yeah, that's, that's a big one, actually. <laughs> Maybe they identify as moons. <laughs> or what did Pluto turn into? Pluto is uh, no longer a planet. From what I no. understand now, it's considered it's an exoplanet. Exoplanet, yeah. Yes, exoplanet. But I, I don't understand that kind of stuff. That's more for uh, Neil uh, deGrasse Tyson, my favorite guy, to mention when we always enter the... Uh, ironically, the one thing he never <laughs> fucking talks about on podcasts. Very open to talk about how I should feel about politics and, vac- <laughs> and vaccines, but never talking about fucking exoplanets. <sighs> well, he's more interested in how you toss a football to a receiver, Mike. Come on, it's... You know. It's fantasy season. <laughs> Three hours on Joe Rogan to talk about vaccine shots, dude. Like, you're an astrophysicist. Why don't you talk about the other fact that they're not... Uh, Mike, did you read that article about Newton's laws and how they don't really exist? They don't exist anymore? No. I, <clears throat> this guy wrote this article, and it was like... it was Obviously, it stirred a lot of pots, but like the way he put it, man, it's kind of true. Newton's laws do not exist. They don't really exist. Newton's laws are are not really laws at all. We don't really have any laws because they don't really... Newton's laws only work within our realm of the universe, so they can't really be laws for the universe, right? Because I guarantee you there's places within... We know for sure there's places within the universe on, like, a quantum level, right, where, like, his laws don't work. So Newton's laws are really just tools for us to explain our world. Yeah, the problem with Newton is he never saw Doctor Strange's multiverse of madness. That you know, <laughs> if he had seen that, come on, asshole, grab an apple and go watch Cover, <laughs> f- it, whatever his name is, man. If he had seen Doctor Strange, then he would understand <laughs> that in other universes and other dimensions, you could have two lesbian parents. Also, <laughs> Newton's law. An object with a lesbian parent. We'll always have a lesbian parent. <laughs> Newton's law of woke. Come on, guys. We all know this. <laughs> he, he with no father. Will to be a lesbian. <laughs>